Wyndham Hotels and Resorts makes travel possible for all. Whether it's the long haulers looking for a great cup of coffee, a roomier rest for the on-a-wim road trippers, or a place to make summer memories with the whole family. No matter who you are, where you're going, or why, with 24 trusted brands to choose from like La Quinta, Days Inn, and Super 8, your Wyndham is waiting. Get the lowest price at WyndhamHotels.com. Restrictions apply. Visit website for more details. This episode is brought to you by Snapple. Want to know another Snapple fact? The first hot air balloon passengers were a sheep, a duck, and a rooster. Ridiculous. Check out Snapple.com to find ridiculously flavored Snapple near you. Welcome back. Thursday, Lori and Julia. Show my talk 1071. Everything entertainment. Crazy Anatomy. 300 episodes. Big deal. We've done through over 3,000 episodes. Give me a break. Did you do the math on that, Donnie? Uh, how many shows we've done? Yeah. It's well over 3,000. Wow. In we're in syndication months. now. Yeah. We're getting... Where's those, where are those residual jokes? Wake me up when we get to 20. Okay, fine. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Oprah was on for 25 years, people. Yeah, we're only yeah. at 15. Yep. Julia. What? I'm not going to be on the radio for 10 more how years. How do you know? Well, how I guess do I know? don't know. I you guess don't I don't know. know. But how am I ever going to go on my around the world cruise for a year if I'm working all the time? Well, that's going to. You you don't uh, want to go on that one. Let's I see. feel like you've been around the world. You are around the world here. Yeah, we'll get Stephanie Hansen to fill in for a year. Okay. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, God. All right. Uh, we didn't get to this yesterday. Harry Styles, Cupcakes and Puppies. His new video for his song, Kiwi. Is so cute. And, of course, it is a blatant pander to his cupcake-loving, puppy-loving, children-in-suits-loving fan base, and a.k.a. everyone. And the first scene is the kid walking, uh, or the girl walking in, like, a mini Gucci suit, like what Harry's wearing, like when we saw him at the radio festival. Remember his mm-hmm. Gucci suit? Anyway, it's let's hear the song, Kiwi the song. She walked away through a cheap pack of cigarettes. With a bit of intellect And all the boys they were saying they were into it Such a pretty face On a pretty next to driving me crazy But I'm into it I know I do too Kind of into it. I do like this song. And I love in the video that the little girl is playing him. Yeah. Mm -hmm. A little girl in a Gucci suit. It's so cute. That's his younger self. Mm -hmm. It was was really cute. It was on yesterday's show page. On today's show page, I can't believe Ed Sheeran. It is amazing to me that someone puts out a video after the song. And then. so weeks many, after. Weeks yeah. after well, the that song. album came out so long ago, and this, I, the song I've known for half a year. Yeah, perfect. And the music video, Donnie has posted it, and uh, he's traveling in a train. In traveling. A, in a traveling in a train to a gorgeous snow-filled town in Austria to meet up with the object of his affection, played by actress Zoe Deutsch. And uh, he... Did the script. Ed did the script for the video. He wants you to know that. And it is only the fourth official single off of that studio album, Divide, which came out back in March. So Ed doesn't stress out about getting Mm -mm. everything done like his friend Taylor Swift or Beyonce or or even um, Fergie, where she did her double album and did a video for every song. And no one. No one bought it. No one. Mm -mm. We already knew that going into that. Yeah. Yeah. Because her and some first of her songs were kind of no, good. I heard a no, couple of them. No, remember her first mistake was when she released MILF. 
Well, that was a terrible. It was song a, terrible, a terrible, terrible song. Terrible song. I and mean, that when, was the first single off of yeah, Double Duchess. Yeah, and and it was like six months before Double Duchess even Amy came Mo, out. I know. And it. Milf was such a terrible song. And then she decided she would dress as a stripper and get all of her and friends. get all of her friends and to go, get squirted with milk. Yep. And be oh, the milk so bad. Mom's off stripping. Oh, it was but just then shit. she went on this tour. I mean, no one. She's kind of. Well, she took a step back from the music business, you know, and then she wanted to come back out. And I would have talked her out of the, reminding us about Duchess. And I would have talked her out of reminding us about. And I would have talked her out of doing a double CD, a double album. Yeah, when people she over-sexualizes herself when her audience is women. I would have talked her out of that because think of her audience, Laurie. Guys, well, guys don't dan- buy it. We want to dance to That's firm. fine, but we yeah. don't. We, it was. MILF wasn't the song and it wasn't a good video. Well, do you like perfect video? Did you guys. I that, thought it was quite good. Yes. Yeah, I, I, I mean, you can go to Austria yeah. on a train. <laughs> go Where did the Orient Express go? Where is that train going to and from? Down the tubes. No, I know, but where does that train start? You know, when I landed in in, um, Venice Mm -hmm. on my train back when I was 27 years old um, from... I don't even know where I came from. I don't... Frankfurt or... Yeah, probably. Berlin, I think. I think it was from Berlin. Yep. When we pulled in, the Orient Express was there. Right there. And I was just like... And how about when you walk out of that train station, you come yep, out the other side, and there's water. the Grand Canal. It's it's just, it freaks you out. Yeah. It looks like the original Orient Express started in London. They went across the English Channel and ended up going through Austria and Hungary and how Romania and then ending up at Istanbul. How did it go across? Was there a bridge then? Uh, they must have had a way of getting the train across at I, that time, maybe by boat or something. A but, train by boat? Well, that's that's what the route has shown. London, really? Calais, ending up in Istanbul. That's Maybe the, route. the train was ferried to Calais, like you used to take the hovercraft from uh, Dover to Calais. That's how I came, the first time I went to well, Europe. Well, sure, but I'm just thinking London, of a train. Took a train to Dover. Mm-hmm. Remember the White Cliffs? And then we took yeah. a hovercraft over to Calais, and then we took I've a bus. I've never been there. Oh, you haven't? Did no. you, 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 didn't, you didn't do the... The fairy. It says here that back in the 19th century, they actually went over water from Varna to Istanbul. The train actually was must have been put on some sort of a boat, and they took it over water. They don't do that anymore. They go yeah, by land now. Got it. Well, I do know uh, Venice is like they are going crazy trying to get the cruise ships out of the the Grand Canal, and they're going to build a terminal. They don't S- somewhere out. They don't want, and and I was surprised, I I would never, first of all, I don't recommend going on a cruise ship out of Venice. Do not have that be your starting point. It's an expensive city to fly into. And it's stressful. And it's an expensive city to fly out of. And then it's a pain in the butt to get from the airport into Venice. Mm -hmm. Really a pain in the butt. And it's all for two minutes when you chug, chug, steam, steam out of the little bit on the Grand Canal. You can it, do that on a little boat ride, which I did when I was there. You can just go around all the islands and get a boat tour. Yeah, that that's my European yeah. cruise tip of the day. Don't sail in or out of Venice unless you don't mind paying a fortune for your airline ticket because there's very little lift that right. goes right into Venice. You have to connect to Milan, right. connect to Amsterdam, whatever. It's far easier to sail in or out of Barcelona or Rome. Right. You know, oh, but but going to Venice, I thought was. But they such... want to get the cruise ships they out should. of there because they, it's damaging the lagoon. It's yep. damaging all the stuff that the people just hate it. Well, they should be able there. to do that. Well, it's going to take them four years.
That's right. my travel ra- travel rama facts for you today. Well, Jill. I like that one, Laurie. All right. Well, listen. When we come back. I'm sure we're gonna love your random thoughts because I know you're gonna tell us because it's posted that we can now have breakfast at Tiffany's. You can entertainment. You know, I saw this story the other day. Did you ever notice that? You know, sometimes I wonder what would happen if. And now. Julia's random thoughts. He looks like that puppet. I don't know. He's had cheeky implants. It's just random. That's all it is. All right, people, buckle up. Here's here's something good. Here's some good news. Thanks, Betty Davis. Can we really have breakfast at Tiffany's? <laughs> oh, Can for I God's sake! You're gonna you can't have breakfast. It's really clever and about time. Okay. So remember when um, Breakfast at Tiffany's from the movie with Audrey yes. Hepburn and everything. So now they're going to be opening up, up a cafe, their first ever, at their flagship store on Fifth Avenue in New York City. The cafe will be on the fourth floor. It's called the Blue Box Cafe. You know, their iconic blue box packaging. It's a dining spot where everything is that iconic shade of Tiffany blue with pops of silver on the tabletop, salt shakers, and a marble accent on the wall. You know it'll just be oh decadent and lovely. I want to. I want to go. I totally want to go. And of course, um, the food will be posh, posh, posh. Um, think little cakes for thirty six dollars. You know what it reminds me of? Let me that, see a picture. Of okay, that one it, in so it's on Bergdorf the Goodman. Yes, it reminds me of that. the restaurant at Bergdorf Goodman. Yes, uh, that's which, up like on the third floor, and it has little scallop tables. We love that. It's so. This cute. is on the fourth floor, yes. so it's got a view. Oh, really? Yeah. So kind of. Lobster yeah. salad, chicken sandwiches, an oh, option tra- of afternoon tea. tragically overpriced. Oh, completely. <laughs> oh, my gosh. The breakfast, um, for breakfast, listen to this. We don't know all the details, but here's one thing that will be all on right. the dre- breakfast menu. Avocado on toast with truffled eggs. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> Dr- <Yeah>. Dreamy. <laughs> okay, and then it... it Oh my gosh, that just sounds so fantastically decadent and fun. Mm-hmm. Okay, here is something. Speaking about restaurants, Google is um, going to be adding something, a new what addition to their Google Search and Maps. And what it is, it's a new feature on Google Search and followed by Google Maps then, is that they will be able to tell you when you say, I want to go to Seven Restaurant. And you Google Seven Restaurant, and it gives you the directions to go. It'll tell you what the wait time is for a table. Wow. Because they've built yeah. this on on algorithms and past use aggregated and data from users who've opted into this data location history and restaurant thing. Mm-hmm. So they can tell you how long a wait time is, and you can decide to go there or somewhere else. Uh, yeah, mm-hmm. I always tell my phone no when it wants to do you ask you any special questions or let it allow us to know your location. I always say oh, no. Yeah. I wish it said no, yeah. none of your damn business. That's what I would really like. Sometimes it, I let it tell me because I want to know other options in the area. Yeah, it, I know. it does know your location because when you say Google, give me directions to whatever, yeah, it knows I know. where you are. I know, but whenever it asks me that about oh. allowing more access, yeah. I always oh. say no. Mm-hmm. Well, I usually do, yeah. but unless it's something that I kind of want more access. I don't. Mm, mm, I know. I know. But anyway, it'll pop up. Yeah, all right. It'll be a pop up box that appears and it'll give you the timeline. I mean, that's kind of a nice thing if you're driving around uptown or downtown or Selby and you want to know which restaurant doesn't have a long line. I hope you have a passenger who's going to be able to do all this Googling well, for you. It's yeah. cold out and you don't want to get out of your car. Mm-hmm. It's a good one. All right, here's just a random, random kissing helps us determine if someone is a good match. 
Yeah. That's why. That's why you got to kiss on that first date because that's always been our theory. Yeah. It's Otherwise always you been, don't know. You don't know, and there's if there's not any chemistry, there's no point in even having a second don't date. Do no. There's got to be it. something there, yeah. and kissing is the quickest way to that goal. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So go forth and kiss people. Mm-hmm. This is something I find interesting, and I so agree with it. And it might even be a study of the a week early, Lori. Right. But a woman named Linda Blair, not that one. Uh, she's a clinical psychologist from England, and she says that Chris, listening to Christmas music too early in the season is bad for your mental health. I agree. Me too. Why? Well, it reminds you, you of all, all the things, things you, you have to buy, right. organize right. parties, send out cards, get your travel arrangements done, set, cook, clean, prepare for yes. political discussions with your family members, everything else. But it just adds stress. I agree. Stress. She also says it's really bad for people who work at stores where they play Christmas music all, all day for God. two months straight. Yeah. Because the catchy melodies make it hard for them to focus on anything else. Yeah. I heard Christmas music this weekend driving home. You from did yes, not. I did. I, I refuse. So, I refuse I until December. I changed the channel. Yeah. Yeah, I'm with you, Julia. December 1. After not, not Thanksgiving. Before. After Thanksgiving. Day, well, that's close to after December Thanksgiving, 1. Yeah, you know, I'm willing to peek at it. You know, Because a lot of people start decorating and well, you're, you're sure, feeling you that put, way. And you and, take out your old CDs or something yeah, from past years. Yeah, I'm okay yeah. with that, but not this before Halloween or right no. around Halloween. Mm-mm. It's too much. I completely agree. It yep. stresses you out. Linda Blair came up with that. <laughs> okay. This is a really good idea, I think. So for $99, excuse me, $95 monthly flat fee, you can rent Ann Taylor clothes up to three outfits at a time. So think of all your business stuff and everything. If you want to try it. Ann Ta- at I know Ann we Taylor. did. That's and really they have about all of our suits. All of them. So it says Ann Taylor. Here's what happens. So you can keep items as long as you want. And as soon as you ter- return one batch of clothing, which they'll ship you the next batch. Shipping is free on both directions. In both directions, you can even exchange as often as you like. So you get three one week. You send it back Monday. That's brilliant. You get. I love this idea because trendy stuff that you know is not going to be in next year that you want to wear a couple times. Mm-hmm. This is brilliant. The service um, and tailor clothes, including dresses, skirts, top pants, jackets, available from sizes double zero. So thank God we can buy them. We can rent them, Laurie. Um, where's the minus seven? No, to 14 <laughs> yeah, right. or X to small to extra large. And they have regular. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouthwatering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble, with exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. And petite sizes. You gonna sign up? 
Well, I don't know. Not, we don't, we're, we're not, not in the business. We're not world. in the corporate world That's anymore. True. We don't yeah. need to. That's right, I yeah. would do this in a heartbeat. But we both used to shop at Ann Taylor. That's where we bought her suits mm-hmm. and her blouses. Yeah. And, and you want to mix it, it was... up all the time mm-hmm. because you get sick of wearing the same things. I just mm-hmm. love it. It doesn't include shoes or accessories well, yet. Yeah. And it doesn't include their sister brands, which are Loft, where I shop because they have good petites, or Lou and Gray. But what store, I mean, if Nordstrom had a service like this where you could rent three outfits anywhere in the store, I'd totally do it. Well, I would totally do this for a different price point depending yeah, on what department, probably, depending yeah, on what department yeah, right. did it. They, I don't know that they need to do it. Ann Taylor might need to do that because right. there are more people that are maybe being casual. I, I don't know, but it's a good business idea. It's such a great idea. And it's perfect for Ann Taylor. It is I perfect for I don't Ann know Taylor. that it would work, that Nordstrom would do it. Because they probably don't need to do it. They don't need to. Yeah. Oh, they, but I would, I would be all in. Well, yeah, because... Oh, my God, you could wear such cool clothes. Mm-hmm. All right, Snapchat, Lori. Yeah. Snapchat. Naturally. It's getting a new look to appeal to people over 34. Oh, gosh, it's already appealing to me. I know it. They're looking for a wider audience. The CEO, Evan Spiegel, who just married who? Miranda Kerr. Yep. Or Kerr. Kerr. Um, we don't, he said, we don't know how the behavior of our community will change when they begin to use our updated application, but we're willing to risk that for the long term because they need older people. So they're redesigning the application to make it easier for people of a certain age. <laughs> um, and it needs to grow its user base beyond 13 to 40, 34 years old in the U.S., France, U.K., and Australia. So, yeah, all right. I think that's a good idea. Lori's just taking a snap of herself. Naturally, Julia. Naturally. I wish that they would have a teeth whitener on, on Snap. I wish they would have one outside of a billboard. <laughs> all right, we got John with the traffic. He's like, going, what are these ladies talking about? I don't understand anything. Hey, whiten our teeth either. on the billboard, Sonny. Come on, get oh, with the program. The billboards. Oh, yeah, yeah okay. I'm not on those, so I don't care. It's <laughs> uh, traffic. Oh, I love that song. So do you, Julia. I love so sauce. I love her. I do, too. All right, Julia, we've got to get into a couple of things here. Right. Okay, there is a PR angle happening on all of this. Everywhere right now. Everywhere right now with all of the sexual harassment stories that are coming out, sexual assault stories. I mean, for gosh sakes, Italian screen legend Gina Lola Brigida uh, once dubbed the most beautiful woman in the world during her time at the top. And she revealed she was sexually assaulted twice during her career. She's 90. I'm not surprised at She's all. She's 90. She lives in Italy. Of course, she was still a teenager when the first thing happened. She said, I've also suffered molestation. In fact, more than that. And I didn't say anything about it at the time. I should have complained, but I didn't have the courage. Right. And she was, of course, being asked about the Harvey Weinstein sexual assault and harassment scandals. She said, the first time I was 19, I was still going to school. The second time, well, I'd rather not talk about it. I was married and just starting out in movies. She said one guy was Italian, the other guy was a foreigner. And she's in Italy, it was called La Lola. <laughs> and she was Her in, name? Yeah, La because she was always compared to Sophia Loren and Claudia Cardinal. Mm. Not Claudia. Claudia oh, Cardinal. Beautiful, Claudia. beautiful. Casey, out. like, had such a crush. He said, like, when I was 13 and whatever movie she was in. On Claudia Cardinal? Yeah, the oh. real famous. He was just yeah. like, oh, my gosh. I just thought oh. she was the woman. 
And she uh, made her, you know, she was in the Hunchback of Notre Dame across, oh. Notre Dame across from uh, Anthony Quinn. What was her name, Claudia what? Well, Claudia Cardinal, but Gina Lola Brigida was in the Hunchback of Notre Dame and, and Humphrey Bogart. And she was, of course, famously in a sword and sandal movie, Solomon and Sheba with oh, yeah. Yul Brenner. Yeah. And uh, Claudia that's when Cardinal Yul had was, hair. I'm sorry. She was in The Pink Panther. Oh, was she? Mm-hmm. Yeah, but there was another, I want to say it was a Western that Claudia Cardinal was mm. in. Rico and his brothers, Rico? No, no, a Western. Um, the girl with the suitcase? No, it's a Western. Don't make waves. Julia, we're not going to have you do this right now. I know you want to be the on professionals. it. professionals. That's a Western. Maybe, maybe that was maybe. it. I will ask Casey so you don't have to um, Wikipedia all over the place. Once upon a time in the West, that's it. That's it. Yep. That was yeah, it. Sergio Leone. Yes, that yes, was that's it. That's the one. That was it, Joey. Good job. Got it, you little you little dictionary, you, you little Wikipedia genius. <laughs> I know, honest to Pete. You were not going to let that. So anyway, Gina, you know, but she doesn't want to name any names. So one of I the things. I bet the people are dead if she's well, 90. That, that could be, or who knows what her reasons are. But, you know, yesterday we just briefly touched about that Ben Affleck is on the cover of Us Weekly. Lucky, he is on the cover? Yeah, the new one, Lucky to be Alive, Ben Affleck's addiction battle. He broke her heart and publicly humiliated, but a brave Jen Garner refuses to abandon him inside the secret intervention that rescued him from his demons. So the story is all about Ben finding himself in crisis, turning the one person who always bails him out of his crap, Jennifer Garner. She found him an inpatient treatment center. She and his brother Casey helped him. Uh, get there, but here's the th- one thing about Us Weekly. It's not the magazine it used to be. It belongs to American Media Inc. family, which also owns the, the National Enquirer, Star, Radar, and OK Magazine. And just this week, the guy, Dylan Howard, who is the chief content officer okay. for all of American Media yep. Inc., was connected to Harvey Weinstein. Weinstein is one of the guys that Harvey employed to run smear stories right. about people that he thought might be cooperating right. with the New York Times or right. the New Yorker. Okay, so this is the guy who is in charge of all the content for all of those magazines. So keep this in mind when considering the motivation behind the Us Weekly exclusive on Ben Affleck. What is the end game? Because is part of the motivation to deflect discussions about Ben's possibly gropey past because we had a lot of, we had at least five women yep. come forward before Ben dropped out of sight um, that said at this one Golden Globes party, he was drunk Wasted. and putting his mm-hmm. hands in their butt cheeks, mm-hmm. taking yeah. a handful. Mm-hmm. Yep. And so now, and let's focus on his demons, his his addictions. He's got this huge movie coming out next week. And even if that's not the actual intention, when I look at this, that's kind of what I think of. Well, his high-powered publicists are helping him work hard because Justice League comes out November 17th, like you said. Yeah. Next week. And he, there were like, there was the... The TRL woman, and she said, yes, that was very uncomfortable. Then there was another woman where, uh, like, an Access Hollywood, but she said it was all in fun and games. And then there were, like, three women that were all at the same party. Maybe there were going to be other stories. And if, I mean, did did Ben know a lot more about Harvey Weinstein's uh, predation and 
and all of that because that was the first movie he did in Hollywood. Goodwill Hunting was with Miramax. And did Ben Affleck enable his brother, you know, the alleged sexual harasser? And he got sued and his wife divorced him, this Casey Affleck. Mm-hmm. And he's sober now. Well, here's something that I just want to I say. I mean, I, I don't know. Is that, you know, I saw ads for the Justice League or trailers for it. It's all about Gail Gadot. Oh, yeah, Gadot, because she's Wonder Woman and she's everything. He, you don't even see Batman in no. any of the trailers. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, I've seen him, but he's not dressed as Batman. He's just He's just Adam, dressed as, yeah, and he, looks, and he looks so... And he looks distinguished. He looks so and handsome. And he's older, and um, so, you know, I guess they are putting his addiction on the table, I think, to distract from... I think like they go one one. I think they go hand in hand. So because he has addiction problems, you can forgive him for groping. Is that what you're saying? I mean, that's what I think. His that's the end game that his people are playing. You, Jennifer Garner. You know, he's the father of her children. She'll go us weekly is sort of her thing. But is it? You know, I mean, I don't know. I just I just find it all very fishy, Julia. And also the fact that we've not seen him with Lindsay Shack Shirkus. Right. Oh, we haven't? No, no not oh, in about a week. Really? Or no. two, maybe. Uh, a week, a week, maybe. No. Um, yeah. Unless he decides to trot her out for the red carpet, so people will ask him about his girlfriend and how serious it is, and then people on the red carpet won't ask about Harvey, his brother, or the groping um, with his hands. Right. Because that is really, you know... That's, I mean, but that's happened, and it's it's shocking when it happens to you when mm-hmm. somebody grabs you. Here's the deal, though. They had a big press conference on the eighth. What is today, the ninth? Yes. So this was just. Is today the ninth? Yeah. This yeah. was just mm-hmm. yesterday. So they had a huge Justice League thing, and uh, Gail Gadot, mm-hmm. Wonder Woman, is sitting front and center, and yep. right next to her is Ben Affleck. Yeah. So. A lot of people were there asking questions. I don't think... But it was the whole panel. Yep, it was the whole panel. But I when don't... they're walking the red carpet, I, do you think he'll walk it with the girlfriend to try and get people to ask him about that as a distraction so that they don't mm. talk about Harvey, mm. Ben, or the brother? Just... First of all, I don't think it's appropriate on the red carpet to ask that question. But people are getting asked. Yeah, you will be getting asked. What do you mean it's not appropriate? It's the biggest conversation in Hollywood. What I are know. you, the the appropriate police for the red carpet? Well, you this know is our ready. questions we ask. Well, I would be well, afraid to ask them. First of all, I would just tell them, Brad, but you're, you're handsome. You are going to ask it, and this is what and people should right? expect it, and they should, you know. Do you think he'll even watch? Do well, you, they can answer it, or they can he say, He might like, not even walk the red carpet. He might not, but they he want him mark. to walk it, Julia. They're, I don't know. I'm not sure she would want to walk it. No. Who? Shuggas. But if he says, I need it for the distraction, I'd rather I, have people talk about our virgin relationship. He's going to bring his son. Me. He's going to bring his son, Sam. That could be. And it, who is so excited that he that is playing be. Batman. He's going to bring his son. No one will ask those kind of questions with your kid right there. Yeah. Oh, Deflect everything. Yeah. You're welcome. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. What's my next problem to solve? Well, that was really. She'd be Ben's publicist. Yeah. 
<laughs> well, I mean, there's some. It but should this, be his son. This yeah. cover story by Us Weekly, there's a PR angle on it. Mm-hmm. Is all I'm saying. Is. Well, I know, but the PR angle, is, knowing having read Ronan Farrow's second New Yorker story mm-hmm. about the ends that Harvey Weinstein, the the beds that he was in with this guy from the National Enquirer and you know Raider, that they he that's how he could smear people right. or threaten or intimidate people. I'll just let, you know, people... And he it worked for him for many years. Oh, it's just so horrible when you uh, think about it. All right, listen, we come back. We're going to Hollywood speak. So, what are you trying to say? Hollywood! Hollywood speaking! What is the meaning of this? All right, let's get out of people, Lori. Uh, uh, Julia, oh, remember Lorraine. I've been catching, uh, casting a side eye at this whole Catherine McPhee, David Foster... <laughs> public romance and getting paparazzi and the other day I said she said about him I'm fond of him and mm-hmm. I said the Hollywood speak on that is uh, not yeah. really feeling it that no. is something I'm fond of my dog yeah exactly <laughs> so so what are you saying well here is what a friend of multi-platinum album producer David Foster says that they are together despite their 35 year age gap it is publicity they are using each other. Oh, my gosh. Oh, he couldn't name one player on the Lakers. And then they go to Craig's, which, as we know, has paparazzi in the front and the back where they were so photographed So they went to again. the Lakers and sat in the first row because they know people take their pictures because that's where a lot of celebrities go and paparazzi mm-hmm. take yep. pictures, mm-hmm. A. Mm-hmm. Um, and then Craig's the next yeah, night. Yeah, and he touched her butt. Uh, getting out of the car mm-hmm. on purpose. Oh, so when gross. she said we're fond of each other, they've just known each other for a long time. Maybe he's giving her an introduction back into some music stuff. It's a not. It's there's no romance there. No, but I don't. I don't understand. He would like people to think of him as virile. Okay, he's sixty eight years old. People, women have. Not a great impression of him if they were fans of the Real Housewives oh. of Beverly Hills. So he'd like to be thought of as kind of a swinging, hip, cool guy. How's that working out? Well, with being photographed with the younger, beautiful Catherine McPhee. I People guess. know her from Scorpion. People mm-hmm. still can't believe Taylor Hicks beat her in American <laughs> I Idol. Know. She's actually, oh, she's on a roll right now. Because Scorpion, I think, is it ending this year? I don't know. I don't know. I never watched um, that never show. See it. But I've never seen it. it. She's got two movies coming out, Louisiana Caviar yep. and Intensive Care. So she's her career is going. He just is using her. He said, come they're, help me look like I'm young and can get it up. And they're friends. Exactly. And make it's me, just, you know. Make me look like I can get it up. I'm a, so I can, and that I can get a cool chick like you because she's gorgeous and everything. Right. Okay. That I mean, I really was judging her on okay. her choice of men. Yeah. Well, don't worry. She's just fond of him. Mm-hmm. She's not bleeping him. No. Okay, Taylor Swift won Song of the Year last night at the uh, at the CMA yes. for the song "Better Man," which Little Big Town she wrote for Little Big Town. That was surprising. I never knew that she wrote the that minute for them. that Carly Kloss walked out with the presenters. I knew that Taylor had won. Who were the presenters? Carly Kloss was one of the presenters, and of course, she's in the BFF oh, circle the of trust yeah. with Taylor Swift. Okay. And then they had Taylor had someone. Instagramming her reaction in her Nashville condo, and that she won, uh, um, that she won it, and like trying to like 
The expression that I took from her face is that, what, me? I thought, you know, like, I can't believe that I'm winning So it. they had a live video in her condo. Well, they showed it afterwards, not the CMAs she did on her Instagram, but, like, it was just like, what, me, little old me? The un- I mean... So false modesty is what I'm you're so I'm going to say that because that song is certified platinum, platinum um, better man, and it was country music's most played song at the beginning of the year. She is not the underdog in the songwriting category. We know Taylor Swift, if nothing else, she's a hell of an amazing right. songwriter. She's got a songwriting deal at 14. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Right. She has said over... I'll never forget when John Bream was sitting in with us and we said, well, what's new? And he said, I just saw... A superstar. A superstar. And Mm -hmm. it was... It was she was at Mystic Lake or something. Mm-hmm. Taylor Swift. So she's acting like she's not a good actress. First of all, no. she's not a good actress. Well, and even now, you know, she's. I mean, because you know, no underdog is supported by AT and T, which you know her song is debuting in the middle of Scandal tonight. Oh, I can't wait to see Scandal. This. Oh, I know that's such a good show this year. <laughs> oh, is it debuting? Which one? It's called Call It What You Want. And in this song, Boy, listen to the lyrics. Product placement. Listen to the lyrics. Yep. My castle crumbled overnight. I brought a knife to a gunfight. They took the crown, but it's all right. All the liars are calling me one because nobody's heard from me for months. I'm doing better than ever because you know, blah 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 blah. That's so at that's like Kanye and mm-hmm. and what's the other one's name? Kim. Yeah. Wow. Anyway, get over it. So. So what are your thoughts? We we this we already have this song. I know we do. No, oh, it's not debuting. But it's, the video. Oh, the video. The video, oh, gotcha. and she's uh, no. Okay. I'm sorry. The song is New Year's Day. Oh, Excuse there we go. Me. All right, New Year's Day, New Year's and Day. it was um, that was such a candle, bad reporting. A candle <laughs> lit, a candle lit performance oh. at her Rhode Island mansion. So she's sitting at the piano in front of her fans for the secret session during one of the listening things, and. They, by the way, they had the best lighting and makeup done. It wasn't an impromptu little gathering. No, mm-hmm. oh. but it's amazing how she's wearing her hair going back two albums. I don't oh, like her. She? I don't like that curly. look on her. Oh, the, the curly look, look. Yeah, yeah. The mm-hmm. look younger. She's younger. She's what twenty six? Yeah, twenty seven. I know it. Okay, all right. <laughs> Prince Harry jokes he can't hide Meghan Markle at public events because she's so lovely. I, you couldn't hide her. I No, you really couldn't. And um, anyway, a bold fan asked him about his girlfriend, and he was at honoring Britain's fallen soldier at, at Westminster Abbey's Field of Remembrance. And um, 
He just, I asked if she would come next time because she's awesome. And he said he couldn't hide her anywhere, but I said you wouldn't have to hide her. <laughs> and he said, I know, but I would. Oh, I know. Protect her. Oh, sweet. They're crazy about each they other. They are crazy about each other. Uh, Carney Wilson, Howard Stern made me step on a scale okay. to fat shame me. This was done what year did they do this? 20 years ago. All right, 20 years ago. This is so bad. She didn't know what was happening. His producer came out and got her and said, come on in. You know, we're going to wait for Howard, but why don't you stand here? And all of a sudden she realized she's standing on a scale and up comes the big numbers, 233 pounds. And she went, wait a minute. And I looked down and all I could think of was, is Howard ready to shame me? They purposely did that, but she still... Went on his show. Wow, that's and she a said, showbiz trooper. I went on and he just nails me, she recalled, even noting that Stern asked um, her fiancé at the time, Rob Bonifilio, why he wanted to be with her. Oh, and it's like a joke to him, but it wasn't to me. And um, she told the panel she literally crawled in bed after the ordeal, but was comforted by her now husband of 17 years, yeah. who brought her yellow roses to make her feel better. Well, that was uh, Howard Stern always did that kind of terror oh, stuff yes. years like he back then when he was on regular radio. And remember yeah. when we were Take saying off your top. we didn't want to when this is Donnie, this is a true story. <laughs> so Lori, um, we came when up we with were our, doing publicity for Body Perks back in the. I, we came up what would be the dream PR for us. Right. Okay. And we, we had Howard Stern. We had some other Number different one ones. was get it on. Sex and and Lori goes, I can't go on Howard Stern. He'll make me show my breasts, and I'm flat. And I you said, "You need to go on Howard Stern." And I Stern. said, "I can't go on Howard Stern, even children. though I'm married, a mother of two children. <laughs> I know he would make me show my breasts, and somehow he gets everybody to do it. Yeah, and I would do it. So we're having this so completely we're just, pointless argument. <laughs> Howard Stern never called and asked us. I believe never. I pitched. But never. I called. Oh I called. I sent emails to Robin Quivers. <laughs> I tried. <laughs> But we spend hours talking about it. I'm like, I can't go on. I'm, I'm like, you have to go. If we get Howard Stern book, if he books us, you've got to be the no, face of Body like, No, I can't be trusted with him. I mean, because scenario. he does it to everybody. He does. Just show me a little peek. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah. the stuff we do. Just showed him one, maybe. Yeah. No, I could never. <laughs> I mean, so anyway. Okay. Yeah. And then we talked about who would sit next to Jay Leno. And David Letterman. Yeah. Oh, you when gotta we be were kidding. No, oh, no. Oh, no, Donnie. Donnie. So who got to sit next to David and Larry. Jay? Me. Of course. Even she though Feng Shui wise, <laughs> it the should taller have been the person would be on the end. Oh. And the, the shorter These are one. true conversations. Why <laughs> and I have had a, a couple of d- knuckleheads. Delusional. to mind. <laughs> what if we get on the show? Mm-hmm. Where are we going to sit? By the way. <laughs> that was, we didn't care what we'd say. We didn't care. And we yeah. cared about what we wear and wear. what we do. Mm-hmm. By the way, Senator Rand Paul was not violently assaulted over landscaping and pumpkins. We don't know why his neighbor went after Like him. attacked him. Well, serious injuries. Tackled him yeah. and tackled him hard and... So anyway, Rand Paul's people are saying it wasn't over landscaping and pumpkins because the story was that Rand Paul had a sloppy yard. yard that made his neighbor crazy in their gated community. So I don't know what's going on. That's scary. If anyone knows, call us. Um, 651-641-1071. <laughs> we'll be right back, people, with Michelle Pfeiffer.